Happy Thanksgiving week, Streakers. It is that time of the year where we are grateful for pretty much everything. No matter what it is, we're grateful. That is what Thanksgiving week is all about. Grateful for our families, grateful for our professions, our jobs, grateful for whatever might happen. Now, there may be something in your life that you're not grateful for. It was particularly hard or challenging or difficult, and it wasn't something that you're grateful for in the moment. Later on, though, usually, whenever you have an opportunity to look at it, most people look at their trials, their challenges, their difficulties, and say that they were grateful, that I wouldn't have it any other way. Now, I don't know if I actually believe that because there's a lot of tragic, difficult things that happen. And I think that some trials, challenges, and difficulties are not something that you would want either repeated or to hold on to. You would actually, if could, go back in time and not have it happen at all. However, because we are not time travelers and that is not something that we can do, we have to decide whether or not we're going to accept what it is that happened and be grateful for it. Don't know why I went down that path, but that's the path that came into my head as far as being grateful. There are so many <clears throat> blessings and also uh, benefits, that's the word I was looking for, that come with being grateful. There's health benefits, all kinds of different health benefits that come, and mental health benefits. Now, I've talked a little bit about this before in the last podcast, but I wanted to bring it up again because we are on a Monday, and this Monday on uh, the Monday of this week, at least in the United States, for all of you streakers who are all over the world in the United States, on Thursday, we will have a feast. And in this feast will be much food and gathering and hopefully a lot of fun and people that are close to you, friends that are coming together. That's what's happening in our household. We're actually having all of our children here for the Thanksgiving break. That means that our house will be full. And that is something that Jamie and I are really looking forward to. As we talk about streaking and what you're looking forward to through the holiday season, let's talk about keeping your streaks alive. There's many people who I've chatted with, talked with, introduced streaks to, and streaking. And we've talked about, well, do you do your streaks all the time? Even in those times where you are, for example, on vacation or you're you know, on the holiday break? And the answer is absolutely yes. Now, in the past, we've talked about the different types of streaks that you have in your life. A lifetime streak, something that you want to do for all of your life. A time of life streak, when you're in a certain time of life, maybe the times and seasons of your life. And then there's the challenge streak. All three of which you can put in and follow along on the, in the streaking app. You can track them in the streaking app. The challenge streak, not quite yet. Actually, we have the challenge streak that's up and coming. That's going to be a really fun one that we have along the way. But why do you want to keep these things alive even during the holidays? Because you never want to stop striving to be who you want to become. You never want to put that on the back burner or to the side or take a vacation from it. Because honestly, why would you? Why would you want to take a vacation from it? If it's really who you want to be, then you wouldn't take a vacation. There are times, I agree, where you will have the minimum or the laughably simple part of the streak be the only thing that you do in the streak. But when you are in that part of life where you're taking a break or relaxing or not really focusing, you're still wanting to become who you want to be. Therefore, you keep the streak alive. If you're looking at it as a burden, 
if you're looking at something that you really don't want to do when you're on vacation or somewhere else, I would ask you the question, what is it that you want to become then? Because maybe if you're seeing the streak as a burden, it's really not what you want to be. It's not the thing that you want to keep going. You're like, well, wait a second there, Jeff. Wait a second. Wait a second. I do want to become that person. I just don't want to be that person all the time. I just want to be that person some of the time. What I've found is the successful people in life, the ones who really achieve where they want to go, reach the destination, the goal, what they've done is decided not only who they wanted to be, but then to do the things that were necessary to become that person all the time. And it didn't matter. Just recently, or not recently, recently, I was going to say recently because I was going to say just recently finished the masterclass on intentional eating, I haven't quite finished yet. I'm on the last lesson and it is about family dinner. He is talking, Michael Pollan, Pollock, hold on just a second, I'll get his name for you, in the masterclass as he is talking about the traditions that come along and what's important about eating together or intentional eating is about eating together. So again, this is Uh, Michael, hold on just a second, got to go to the class page, Mr. Michael Pollan, P-O-L-L-A-N, Michael Pollan. And he is in his last and final lesson here, celebrate the communal meal. Couldn't agree with him more on this particular area and absolutely apropos for Thanksgiving up and coming. The communal meal is the place where together you share food. He says, It's work. And I agree with him. It is work. It's work to prepare the meal. It's work to clean up after the meal. We have had some of the greatest conversations in the history of our family at the dinner table. Jamie has meals prepared most of the time and they are fantastic. She is a great cook. She won't tell you she's a great cook, but she really is. And and, and the meals that we've shared together as a family have prompted all kinds of conversation. One of the other things that we do usually when we have a meal together is we'll read at least a page of scripture together as a family. Though that page of scripture has brought to light so many different conversations in relation to events, current events that are happening in the world, history in the making, and how it is that we deal with that history, how it is that we deal with the current events, how we answer those questions, comes right out of the scriptures. We we start to talk about it and we question and we ask and we discuss. And there's some really good, great conversations that take place. So if I were to encourage you to set a streak, Michael, he talks about having the opportunity, or he says you should cook at least one meal a week. And if you haven't cooked one, cook two, or if you're already cooking one meal a week, a week try and cook two. If you're already cooking two, try and cook three. Here's what I would say. Set a streak to cook at least one meal and share it. Maybe there's two streaks. Cook at least one meal a week and have a communal meal at least one time a week. Set up the baseline for the opportunity of conversation. And that conversation can have so such great positive impact on your family. I have seen, and I'm sure you have too, the movies that portray the family meal as this time of fighting or uh, uh, putting down, you know, I, I think of some of the the meals that I've seen either on sitcoms or on Downton Abbey. <laughs> Downton Abbey, it's the very formal meal where everyone is in their tux 
or in their in their night or evening evening gowns i think is what they call i'm sorry don't know on the on the lady side but the the beautiful dresses that they're in and they have a very formal conversation about what's happening all the way over to the sitcom where they're kind of making fun of each other and they get into a huge fight what i would say is that most of the time when you sit down to have a family meal you talk about the day's events, what's happened, what is happening. You talk about some of the challenges and difficulties that you have in life and some of the joys and happinesses and laughter that you have. You start to form a family bond that is unbreakable. Now, in that family meal, there may be a couple of guidelines that you follow so that everyone enjoys the meal together and you have the opportunity to converse. One is you're being able to talk about anything, anything and everything. Two is you can't put anyone down and you can't make fun of whatever conversation they brought up. The third is, and my brother really introduced this one to me, one conversation at a time. He said that, this is my brother, Matt, he was out at a dinner party with, or a dinner, probably not a dinner party, but they were down at dinner with a particular set of clients. One of the things that he said as a ground rule, they were his clients, is he said, I'm really excited for everyone to be here. What I'd like to propose is that we have one conversation and that each of us participate in just one conversation. Change the entire tenor of the meal because everyone was involved in the conversation at hand. We did the same thing for Thanksgiving last year. We had, oh, I don't know, it was upwards of 20 people that we're all sitting around at one table. The way that we set it up is we put it in our family room. We move, we move all of the family room furniture over to the little kitchen nook and we put the dinner table in the middle of the family room and everyone sits at that. And then what I propose is that we have just one conversation because it's so easy with a very large group to get into, to break into several different conversations. We decided to, I proposed it, everyone accepted it. We have one conversation. I'm going to do the same thing again this year. And it was awesome. We had such great conversation. We laughed together. We listened together. We talked about current events. We discussed what it was that was challenging and difficult and what it was that was exciting and fun. All of that was in one conversation. I would, I would encourage you to do the same thing. Have just one conversation at your meal table. Thanksgiving, whenever it is, just have the one conversation. As you look at this season of gratitude and Thanksgiving, I just want to tell you how thankful I am to each of you for one, listening to the podcast and subscribing to it, and two, for downloading the Streaking app, Lear learning what Streaking is, and then utilizing it in your life to become who you've wanted to be. Jamie and I have had tremendous success at using Streaking to accomplish the things that really we never were consistent at, nor did we think we could accomplish. It's changed my life, and I know a lot of other lives that it's changed as well. And I want to just say thank you. Thank you for making it what it is, for your feedback, for your enthusiasm, for everything that you've done in regards to streaking. Thank you. I'm going to keep on giving these podcasts, or I'll keep recording these podcasts and publishing them. And I hope that you keep streaking. And in this holiday, Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving season, above all, just remember that you are a valuable individual. And as a valuable individual, have much to contribute to this life. So with that being said, 